Action! <laughs> How's it turn? Yeah. Look awake, feel awake. You're tired of the man of Anstor? And, and he smells great. <laughs> I was going to say, if there was smell of vision, David smells pretty good. Someone says he's got a lot of palm power on the neck. Palm power. I think that was you. But, uh, no, so he also was sporting a wee ginger moustache and a bit of a beard. And he's carrying a Schofield Bible, so to me that he's a bit more cowboy, very tombstone cowboy-esque at the moment. Uh, dark holiday stick. But we're back in Daniel 1. Daniel 1. Daniel. From verse 8 on to the end. Yeah. On to the end. So we'll. Will I read that? Just Go ahead, guys. You read it. No. That'd be great. Go for it. Um, okay. So. Uh, and if you're first. listening, grab a Bible and read along. That's or it. fall on your phone. But Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food. Or with the wine that he drank. Therefore he asked the chief of the eunuchs to allow him not to defile himself. And God gave Daniel favour and compassion in the sight of the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who assigned your food and your drink. For why should he see that you are in worse condition than the youths who are your own age? So you would endanger my head with the king. Then... Daniel said to the steward, whom the chief of the eunuchs had assigned over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Test your servants for ten days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance and the appearance of the youths who eat the king's food be observed by you, and deal with your servants according to what you see. So he listened to them in this matter, and tested them for ten days. At the end of ten days, it was seen that they were better in appearance and fatter in flesh than the other youths who ate the king's food. So the steward took away the food, their food and the wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables and took away their food. Sorry, that's me back again. As, as for these four youths, God gave them learning and skill in all literature and wisdom. Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. At the end of the time when the king had command that the king had commanded that they should be brought in, the chief of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. The king spoke to them, and among all of them none were found, like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore they stood before the king. And in every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters that were and all his kingdom. And Daniel was there until the first year of King Cyrus. Amen. Interesting. So back again, uh, and Daniel, this is his time as three years of training mm -hmm. um, before the king, studying up um, to be in the king's service. Um, that's good there. Turn you that in silent, Simon. Android. <laughs> so still, still training. Mm -hmm. um, learning basically to be a government official, a, a civil, a civil servant in many, in many respects, um, and will be his field of work and expertise from now in his early, early mid teens until well into his seventies and eighties. Mm -hmm. um, as you see there, by the end of it, and Daniel was there until the first king of 
until the year, on the first year of King Cyrus. So he's... 73 years, do you reckon? 73. Yep. Events recorded in Daniel cover a period of 73 years. Hmm. And then it would have been about, say, we we said last time about 14, 15. There's no exact number. Uh, yeah, mm. mid the upper teens. Uh, I'd be about mid 80s, late 80s. I was perusing, like that we were, um, the Faith Mission bookshop while we were um, at that training thing this morning. And Wearsby uh, titles his commentary on Daniel as be resolute. Mm-hmm. Um, so even with that thought, you know, Daniel Daniel's plan is to be steadfast. Mm-hmm. Um, for God is to be resolute and fixed in his purpose. Um, and again, he starts, and this really is the start um, of Daniel's um, life within his working life, but also in his in his stand for God in his pagan culture. Yeah, well, we, we noted the last time as well that, um, I mean, you, you were saying they were getting trained for the work they were going to do, but it was also like a, it was a complete, um, they were being completely retrained in how to think even, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Their whole thing, you know, their names has changed, they were learning another language. So in that way, um, uh, it was so much more than say just being trained for a job. Mm-hmm. They were being trained to live and think in a in a certain mm-hmm. way, um, and as much as um, as much as obviously we'll see as we get through this, Daniel was obviously very gifted. So mm-hmm. was his friends, and that's why they were chosen. Um, and there were certain things that they probably didn't mind being changed. We discussed that the last time. The mm-hmm. meanings and the names. But that didn't change who they were, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's interesting when we think of all the things that changed. Some of the things probably didn't bother them. They probably realised, like, this is just this is just the way things are going to have to be. Yeah. And then when we're going to look at, they made distinguished, you know, they were resolute on certain things, yeah. to use what we were saying. And that's how they, like, that's how they stood out. That's how they made it. A difference that's how they stood out in relation to everybody else, mm-hmm. which is, I think is the, the key thing there. And one of the other things there that I was thinking on, just even on throwing back, this was this was Nebuchadnezzar's standard practice was mm-hmm. to take young men from the countries that they um, conquered, conquered. Mm-hmm. and even just to, to give himself a feeling of power, you know, as he wandered through his court, they seen. You know, Egyptians, they seen Assyrians, they seen whole wrecks of people, and they were all serving him mm-hmm. within his mm-hmm. palace. That gave him a boost of, you know, it's not ju- I don't just command Babylonians, I command the word mm-hmm. to him, yep. you know, um, just to show his reach and his power. But to get back into the text um, and to, to move us on, Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food. And what the wine that he drank. Now we've debated that a fair bit over the past wee while. Um, mm. the was it was it made to offer the idols? Like did it break the the Jewish law mm. and the Torah? Did it you know? What what was your conclusion, Gareth? I think that it did. Yeah. What were you going to say? Dave? Well, I think it was offered up uh, to the titles. So you think it would have broke the law then? I think it would have been now. Mm-hmm. What if the wine you were mentioning there was no problem with drinking wine? Well, in the in the Old Testament 
obviously wine wine was almost a safer option mm-hmm. of like water could be easily um, infested and all the rest of it whereas, yeah, whereas the alcohol content a bit like currently now with our hand sanitizers the higher the alcohol content the killing of um, the germs but that's neither um here nor there for that but again wine could be used as as offering titles you sing um even in the likes of the old testament where you would have had drink offerings of it like paul and uh philippians we throw back yes pour at poured out well a portion of that could have been poured out titles as well that's true um at being the king's food all likelihood could be that it was offered titles the other thing i was reading is um it could have been killed with the blood still on it which is another mm-hmm caveat of the law where mm-hmm. um the hebrews weren't weren't he done anything with a lifeblood on it it had to be um killed and drained yes uh, so it could have been that there um i come down the line of it could have been all those things mm-hmm. or it might not have been any mm-hmm. of those things yes but for daniel and his friends as you pointed out there there were so many changes mm-hmm. that happened in their lives their names were changed they were taught different language but to them that was an external change out of their control but what they could control mm-hmm. was what went on to their bodies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and unless we uh, unless we small not act of defiance but an act of worship mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. God they said well the one thing that I can control mm-hmm. I will worship the Lord from this I will honour God um, yeah. and again the text doesn't isn't clear on this thing but obviously with the way that God grants favour, it was inspired by God. Yes. And and for his glory, and he was pleased with this decision. Well, you find that throughout Daniel as well, even in the later, as he's, you know, during like the Medes and Persians, uh, like uh, Darius. Um, am I getting that right? As yeah. Darius comes yeah. later on in chapters. Um, you know, that God is constantly giving Daniel favour with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's no doubt it's from God. I think there's just a really good practical point there too. Mm-hmm. You always try and make, we're trying to think, how do we apply this to our lives? I, I think it's true. I think I think there's things in our lives we can't control. There's things in our culture that will affect us. Mm-hmm. I may even change how we think about things, you know what I mean? Um... I mean, we all have opinions on things. We all have opinions on politics, opinions on Brexit, opinions on different things. But some of those things are okay. They're just opinions. Um, but just like Daniel, them, there's things as Christians we can control, things that we can do, not to make us look better than anybody else because we're not mm-hmm. better than anybody else, but that where we can work, as Daniel was doing, we can do things that can honour God mm-hmm. and show that we worship God. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to stand out. There's some things that we can do with everything else. You know what I mean? We can play sports. We can have hobbies. We can mm-hmm. do a lot of things that normal people do. But there should be things in our lives that are different. Not because, as again, mm-hmm. stress, not because we're better than anyone else, mm-hmm. but because um, we want to honour God. Mm-hmm. And we want, and more importantly, we want people around us to see our God as well and to see who he is mm-hmm. through us so that they might come and honour and worship him and know him through Jesus. So I just think, like, for me, like, that's how I feel challenged through this. And maybe that's why God gives him the favour, you know. I think as we honour God, God gives us mm-hmm. favour. Not that he gives us a ring, but maybe he gives us favour as in 
like a good work colleague or a good relationship mm -hmm. in our work yeah. or whatever. You know, that's why I see that anyway, but I don't know what your mm -hmm. thoughts are on that. I think they're just, as we were saying, overall, what we, what we came to is like, the thing, whether it was given titles or not, yeah. A, Daniel and his three friends had decided that they were going to worship God through not. Yes, this was right. Yes. You know, as you were saying, you know, Daniel and his three friends went with us in a, in a correct manner mm -hmm. as well. Yes. They didn't just decide to do um, do this off the bat. They, they seeked almost permission. And what we're going to find as we go through this, it's a story of a miracle. Mm -hmm. Because by all intents and purposes, you know, people who eat water and vegetables are not going to look fatter, and fatter of flesh, to quote mm -hmm. my way, uh, than people who are, who are eating very rich food. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't make... Although we did say maybe the Babylonians were like gluttons. Mm. Maybe they were, maybe they were too heavy in their meat, you know. I you know, I don't think when they when the when the meat and the drinks in, the sense is out, you know, and, <laughs> and the belly gets bigger. <laughs> they get pasty. But I don't know. I mean, that's that's maybe. Sorry, that's not very helpful, perhaps. But I I agree in principle. There's no there's no doubt mm -hmm. that what they were eating was not as. I think it would be fair to assume it would not be as mm. nutritious as as beneficial as we would view it today mm -hmm. um for example if we were to go now if you and dave were to eat the meat mm -hmm. and drink the wine or the slur uh, <laughs> <laughs> and i was just to eat uh vegetables and water which does not appeal to me whatsoever i definitely would fade away like mm -hmm. um so yeah i i think it is a miracle i think you're right mm -hmm. to, uh, to right. see that very much so um in my mind, anyhow, it's this this whole section um, boiled down as God setting aside these four people for Himself and and raising them first of all through favor, setting them into the position of the king, but also um, displaying that that He is their God. Mm -hmm. And again, it comes back to that idea of you know God has said for Himself that He He wants to raise up. Peculiar people mm -hmm. uh, of his very own that worship him and spirit and the truth. And again, Daniel's shown here. And the other youths that we're talking about, these are other Israelites. These are other Hebrews. Mm -hmm. You know, so they've distinguished themselves by putting God as their priority. And God then uh, distinguishes them by showing, mm -hmm. by showing them to be better um, with more wisdom and and more learning so as they carry through he goes goes to this church and sets this test um test your servants for 10 days a reasonable amount of time um and even then there's a wee bit of a play there onwards test for 10 days and then in every matter of wisdom they're found to be 10 times better mm -hmm. uh just a wee play on onwards um just to show uh how distinguished they are. Um, let our appearance be checked. So again, over this time here, it's not, it's not again the encouragement of uh, that we could take. Oh, it's a diet. It's a diet, and there are times we could all um, do a wee bit of a diet, but it's to set aside um, the time to show a drastic, at least a noticeable change in this. 
um, regards. So they go through that there, 10 days, and then it comes back. And so as for three, um, whenever they came back and they seen them, where are we? At the end, first 15, Simon, sure you mm -hmm. take from there, at the end of the 10 days. Yeah, so at the end of the 10 days, their countenances uh, appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Uh, thus, uh, Melzar took away the portion of their meat uh, and the wine that they should drink and gave them pulse. So is it fair to assume then that once they had passed the test, that they just had pulse all the time then? Pulse or vegetables? Sorry, <laughs> yes. Vegetable We've been playing on this, and we got to you know good old King James render there. Pulse. What is pulse like? Well, we but it is a it is it is essentially it's vegetable and water. From what I can look at, vegetable in. broth or whatever. Let's see. I have the amplified here too. You see. Uh, but of course. Uh, yeah, it's just translated vegetables and uh, amplified. Sure, mine. We looked it up on that. It occurs only maybe two or three times in the whole of the Old Testament, so the idea is, you know, that is. Oh, and there's it's, no it's, argument here from a man know, who loves the idea. I know, but it's, you know, but it's just a, a food, a broth, or whatever. Yes. Um, and again. It was a fairly, the idea, it was a fairly basic diet. Mm -hmm. It wasn't any fun. It's what they were on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, what they were on for the 10 days. Yes. Is that right then? So my that I actually never picked up on that before. So is that right mm -hmm. to assume that once they passed the test, then that was it? Oh, oh wow. I assume it was up for the majority for their training. Mm. You know, I, later on, I I was kind of flicking through there. That's why I kind of rambled after you finished your, your comment um, about the the eating of the food because it does talk about that Daniel goes on another fast and sets aside meat. Okay. So. I'm not a hundred percent convinced, based on the text, that it became a vegetarian for life. No, no, I would say no. I think it would be but just for the training. But I do think for the training and for the. For the so I think it goes back to that point earlier that you were saying it really was a miracle. Then, because mm -hmm. clearly, even when these guys with Daniel and his friends were, do when they were given this, then essentially, for the rest of their training, let's say, let's take that assumption, mm -hmm. then clearly. Again, maybe it's a lot of assumption, but that they remain healthy mm -hmm. and as bad, as good as, or if not stronger than these people throughout all this period. Like that's amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, you could maybe get away with something like this. Like maybe they took care of themselves. They were doing weights or something. I don't know. But like protein shakes. to go basically to cut out that entirely for three years. Yes. it would just seem essentially impossible. But obviously, mm -hmm. God was doing. It. And again, it goes back. I find. Why did God do it? it? Was because God was honouring them because they were honouring God. They wanted to worship God, them, you know. Yeah, that's it. It is. It's yeah. basically like it's, uh, it says in Samuel, um, you know, they that honour God, uh, He will honour. Yeah, you know, that's that principle. Yeah, as a story is thinking, you know, we can reflect that. Very nice, Lord. You know, it says there that uh, where to say that. Uh, as four children, God gave them knowledge and skill and all learning and wisdom. You know, you can just think, you know, they're putting good things into their body. You know, where we can, if we take in more of God, you know, read the Bible, uh, do devotion in quiet times, and, mm -hmm. and uh, 
I cut out, you know, all the rubbish, all the old, let's just say all the old crap, the, like the mat, old crap TV and mm. old crap music and stuff like that there, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean, you know, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you are what you eat. So if you're taking on God, oh, you're going to, you're going to throw out God, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to be filled in the Holy Spirit. I can't remember where it is, but is Jesus not basically so much to say that? There's yeah. a portion in the Gospels where that's basically what it says. Um, I'm trying to search for it. What here. someone, what is it, what one I, uh, I'm not even going to try it, but there is, we should find I, that. Yeah. That's like, what, what you take in doesn't affect you because it just passes through and is, and is through it as waste, basically. Yes. But it's, and then it talks about as the eye being the window to the soul and what takes in full light. And, you know, yeah, so maybe it's not a perfect palette, but it's, it is. It's the same. And there's your challenge to those who are listening. Go and find that passage or if you yeah. can find it. But yeah. sorry, Dave, keep going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you call it? Just through my app here. attributes of God you take in God so you do and then God changes you and as we were talking about you know was it a pulse what what were they taking on <laughs> no, was it, it, it didn't even really it matter it didn't even matter really what they took on they're honouring God and that was the main thing and it just you know if we apply that to our lives and we honour God in the way we can you know we take a stand you know we don't run with the crowd as it says there they, they moved against the crowd I didn't say that what the crowd was you know the other ones were taken were bad you know, all right, we talked about that, you know, but essentially, if it wasn't offered to idols and it wasn't this and wasn't yes. that, essentially there's nothing wrong with it. But it was just them taking a stand and, as you said, something they could change. Mm -hmm. That the, that the Babylonians couldn't make them do this thing. And also another thing was, you know, we sort of skipped over, was the eunuchs and it's like, could they have been eunuchs? And I don't think they were because in the Jewish law, it says about... Uh, Mutilation of the flesh is, you know, against God's law. So if they're mm. going to take a stand against something like what was offered to God or this food and drink, they'd obviously have stood against. They'd mutilated at the same time if they're being turned into eunuchs. On a, on just an aside, and that's going to. I was wondering if somebody was going to bring the eunuchs up. Aye. Good man, Dave. But but when get with for gets that there, uh, you know, so have you take on God? You know, he's going to change your life, and he, you know, you're just going to, you know, it's like that's on little by little. You know, mm. you're going to uh, adopt and take on, unbeknownst to you, it'll just naturally happen. The attributes of God. Mm -hmm. You know, so just, you know, just. That's why you're not being asked to sing in the choir. <laughs> I know. But no, that was just a wee thing. You know, so I've seen how you could apply it to your own life very, very easily, you know. Jump back again, Philippians. Yeah. Things that are true, things that are honest. Mm -hmm. Think on these things. There's mm -hmm. a whole lot more in that lesson yeah. I can't remember. But that's the same principle, like what Dave's saying and what's being taught here. It's true. Mm -hmm. But when you want to honour God with your life, and when you cut out all the things yeah. that are causing you to, basically, to not honour Him and, and that keep you away from God, uh, then um, when you cut those things out, then as you're yeah. saying, the more you take in of God, the more you reflect who He is. Yeah. And that's what we're meant to do. But as you said, it's not that the people around us and the people that we interact with are necessarily horrible, horrible people. Mm -hmm. But when we honour God, then, um, do you know what? We could probably see things like, it's maybe not as dramatic as 
eating vegetable water and vegetables and mm. our physical appearance but you know maybe as christians we look and there's just been times maybe in work where things have went well or something's mm. happened in life and mm. there's just no other way than like it's just god's blessing you yeah god's honoring you because you're seeking to be faithful to him and you know all of us could probably look at the times like that and just go like i don't know or know someone yeah and that person go like I, I don't know what it is with that person there's just something about them that they're just clearly walking with God mm -hmm. and God's blessing them and honoring them exactly. in, in ways that maybe he's not blessing and honoring or blessing us but you can just see it and that's mm -hmm. I think that's what's meant to be taken well, you can just change the text easily and like I was just thinking there like whenever it's home where is it uh, uh, like say oh they're told to eat the best wine or um, the best meat and, and all that there you know if you change that there's the, if they're told like that is very up to you know you had to watch like that Game of Thrones or the glorious, as I think it's HBO at the moment, is that American network which puts out the roughest stuff at the moment. If you had to watch Rambo, ah, uh, if you had to watch all that there, right, and then you no, know, they're saying, so no, we're going to uh, say we're going to do our devotionals or our Bible studies, watch Christian films, God-based things, you know, and then at the end, you no, know, you know, they're going to be so much fuller in the spirit, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. um, so you would be. If you you know reflect that you know in these times mm -hmm. it's sort of modernize that it doesn't take too much because it's you know God's message is the same yes uh, yesterday as it is today mm -hmm. so it's just different times but things are very similar. Mm -hmm. Just I'm going to bounce on these two points just for what you're saying you know uh, as an act of worship when we chatted about that there. Thursday night or something, I was just a thought that had come to me and forgotten until you said, was that, you know, they they were being taken, every meal then became an act of worship, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it became a reminder, same way whenever they think of Deuteronomy, where it talks about um, the book of the law should be in your heart, um, buying them, write them on your doorposts, have them on your, have them on your wrist, in your hands, in front of your eyes, every time they came to a meal, they looked around, they seen the boys eating a steak, or the ostrich, or whatever they were eating, and they seen and they seen and they seen them eating the eating the vegetables and they remembered well we are doing this unto the Lord who is the Lord and then they can remember their names God is judge God is faithful who is like our God mm -hmm. you know and again to encourage them to look around the rest of the people were being assimilated mm -hmm. becoming Babylonian mm -hmm. they remained Israelites they remained God's people um, bouncing off the eunuch thing. Uh, Josephus, who was an ancient historian, anyway, would would have went down the line that Daniel was made one of the eunuchs, and actually, um, it was prophesied beforehand. Um, God prophesied in, in Isaiah, and I'm I'm only reading off his notes, but also seeing it here. So whenever envoys from Babylon came, Hezekiah showed them everything, and then the word of the Lord came to him. Uh, because of what he'd done basically you show them everything they're going to come down and take everything you should have trusted in me instead of an alliance with Babylon but what he said is in verse 7 what chapter sir? Uh, Isaiah 39 verse 7 I know obscure but here we go and so, there's the Lord speaking to Hezekiah and some of your own sons who will come from you and whom you will father shall be taken away and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. Wow. So it's not to say that Daniel was mm -hmm. or was not, but basically it was prophesied, therefore some of them had to become. 
Um, but again, maybe that's a point to, that was something they couldn't control. Exactly. Because if they had turned around and said, no, I'm not doing that, probably would have just gone, you know, killed. So, so it's just an interesting point. You can look into around, uh, around that. Also, I know there's another portion in Isaiah, and I can't think off the top of my head, and he doesn't mention it, where it talks about uh, God binding up and, and being a God and a father to the eunuch mm-hmm. as well. Um, kind of maybe more in the latter chapters where it talks about the restoration um, of Israel. But it's an encouragement mm-hmm. to those people um, and to those eunuchs, which again shows through in Daniel's life mm-hmm. that he is their God, that he is their encouragement. Yeah. The same way um, that we are, and we can take this here as well in the sense that, you know, I doubt this here was an easy stand for Daniel and his three friends. But the encouragement they had was, first of all, they had each other, which reminds us that Christian friendship and fellowship is important. Amen. Um, particularly in times of difficulty. persecution and difficulty, yeah. um, where, where they bind together mm-hmm. and, and strive forward together for God, but also that we'll face difficult situations mm-hmm. and that we're not meant to swim against, we're not meant to swim with the crowd, we're meant to swim against the crowd, as you, as you said, Dave, where, uh, where they stand for God. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pondering this in the car. I don't know how I got onto gold. Maybe it's the fact that shares are down yeah, and, and, and gold's to... gone up. Yes, that's um, exactly what You should invest in so, some cougar rents. Birch gold. Right. Type in Ben for 10% off. <laughs> Stop messing. So, but the idea there, if you think of, uh, and it talks about this later on in the likes of Romans, where it talks about our characters being tested. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that we do of any, of any significance within this uh, life is thanks for Christ. The mm-hmm. only thing within us that shines mm-hmm. for God is the Christ-likeness mm-hmm. that we're displaying, the displays of Christ. So as we're um, taking on Christ, more Christ is being not ma- manufactured and growing in us, the more of our life that whenever it's burned away and all the dross, which is just the waste and the slag, is taken away, which takes away all of us, all that's left is Christ. Mm-hmm. How, what percentage of you, what's your carrot quality of gold in your life? Mm-hmm. And that's just a question. I'm, I'm not even throwing it back, but it's, it's interesting you know, to think of our sales, you listening, us, are we, are we 24 carat, are we 18, 7, where are we sitting? And we know our sales, um, but the thing is, it's one of those things we can work on yeah. with the Holy Spirit helping us, but like Daniel, our desire has to be there, mm-hmm. you know, so that's just a thought, I'm, I've done three there instead of two. No, that's okay, we're probably wrapping up here anyway, um, just verse 20 then, kind of, I suppose we've kind of got to now anyway. Um, well, obviously they went in and they communed with the king. Uh, and obviously he has seen none of them. None of them were like mm-hmm. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, or Azariah. Um, verse 20, in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them, as you noted earlier, this land, 10 times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. And Daniel continued even under the year of King Cyrus. Again, surely that's another honour thing. Because it wasn't... Like... 
he was essentially Daniel was giving him all this knowledge, but who was giving that Daniel and his friends knowledge? God. Verse, verse seventeen. As for the as oh yeah, yes, God gave them learning and skill and literature and wisdom, and Daniel it's a rhetorical question exactly. But you know, <laughs> so but you know the idea there being in the sense that you know they were already packed mm-hmm. for being smart. Mm-hmm. And for being good looking and for being physically in shape. But God, God excelled it. God, God blessed it because they honored it. Yes. Definitely. And and that again is as the mean and the plain thing. Yes. You know, and again, uh, clearly these people were not prosperity gospel people, okay? Yeah. They didn't have the whole life like they were clearly in a difficult situation. <laughs> they but where they honored God and when they honored God with their lives. God was honouring them mm-hmm. and giving them what they needed when they needed it. And, you know, we'll probably see it again. I'm jumping ahead, but next podcast, we're going to chapter two. We see that again in the dreams, which is really neat. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. As we've, as we've seen, anyway, Daniel is starting to be resolute mm-hmm. in his life, which will continue, as you said, for about 73 years as the Lord spares him. And this is what I love about Daniel, is the fact that you get to see the progression of his life. Now, there's no recorded slip or sin within this. He serves, obviously he's human, he does sin. Yep. But his service is faithful. And it's made up of simple things done faithfully well. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we can we can cover that in our lives. So, Amen. That's her. That's her wrap. That's her wrap. Bye, y'all. <laughs>